My theme for your meditation today is when human predicament meets Almighty God, then what happens? The Almighty God will give us peace amidst a storm. This is my statement. When human predicament meets Almighty God, then the impossible becomes possible because all things are possible for the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Regardless of evil in our world today, Christ is our seal. Regardless of trouble, crisis, and trouble in our world, Jesus Christ is Almighty God and He will redeem us from sin, Satan, and death. My theme for your meditation today is when human predicament meets Almighty God. Regardless of evil, Christ is our seal. Christ protects where the evil is seen or unseen. Christ is able, Christ is capable, and Christ is stable to deliver us from all evil, whether the evil is seen or unseen, whether they plot in our face or behind our back. Our, our Messiah, the universal Savior, the global God, the universal Messiah, He deals with us. He redeems us when we find ourselves in human predicament. Therefore, my meditation, when human predicament meets Almighty God. This is my motivation for teaching and preaching. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12. For the word of God is, it is the word of God that is our stability in sinking sand. Listen to Hebrews 4 verse 12. For the word of God is. Listen to this. One, it is alive and powerful. Two, it is sharper than any double-edged sword. Three, it cuts through, it penetrates even to the dividing of four categories of ourselves. The gospel of Jesus not only is alive and powerful, but it's also a double-edged sword. It penetrates and it cuts a soul and spirit it cuts through soul and spirit b it cuts through joints and marrow c it judges the thoughts and d and the attitudes of a heart so the gospel of jesus knows the heart of every person on the face of the earth god knows what happens behind closed doors why because the gospel of jesus is alive and powerful the gospel of Jesus is sharper than any double-edged sword. The gospel of Jesus has the power to penetrate, even to divide the soul and the spirit, the joints and the marrow. It cuts through, it knows, and it judges the thoughts and the attitudes of a heart. So nothing stands locked or sealed. No, the eyes of God at this moment Crisscross the entire universe in real time, and God sees the soul of every man. Complementary to Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, we find this revolutionary statement, 2 Timothy 3, verse 16. All scripture is, means Messiah, is from God, and he's called the mind of Christ. The gospel is the mind of Christ. One, 
The gospel is God breath, means God the Holy Spirit has made the, the scriptures alive. So it is God breath or it is God sealed. And it has four levels of benefits when we are asked, when we ask the God the Holy Spirit to guide us. Benefits, therefore. One, it is useful for teaching, because the gospel is for teaching. Point B, the gospel is used for rebuking to, to, to correct error in our world. See, the gospel is used for correction. And, and fourthly, the gospel of Jesus is the tool and training in righteousness. The Bible says, God says, be holy for I, your Lord, am holy. Greetings to all my listeners. I'm Kevin Williams from Death Postal Ministries with my weekly talk. Ancient principles from the Bible for today's people and for today's problems. The gospel is ancient, meaning the gospel existed with Christ before the foundations of the world. So the gospel of Jesus is ageless, timeless, and it is ceaseless. It, come, it cannot come to an end. Yes, the world, heaven and earth, will pass away, but the gospel says that the word of God, not even a, a, a tittle or a dot will disappear. Even if the world disappears, the gospel of Jesus is stability in sinking sand. As I said, and I want to say again, the word of God is called the mind of Christ. It is the only antidote against stress, against fear, against anxiety, against panic, against worry. The gospel of Jesus gives us peace amidst a storm. The word of God called the mind of Christ is the only antidote for all of mankind and their respective problems. If you are worried about a future. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am yesterday, today, and forever. So you can, you can stop your fear by calling upon the everlasting Messiah, the global Messiah, the God of the universe, Jesus, who is yesterday, today, and forever. All may change, but Jesus never. Glory to his indestructible name. Now listen to this. The eternal Messiah took on humanity called Jesus. And this unseen person within the physical manifestation called Jesus, the man called Jesus, was indwelled by the eternal Messiah. That's why when the eternal Messiah took on humanity, that person, Jesus, is the Messiah of the entire universe. And he is called the Ancient of Days. Why? Listen to this. Jesus says to the Pharisees, the Sadducees, and the Herodians, Before Abraham was, I am. Furthermore, Jesus says, uh, I was present when Satan was expelled from heaven. I saw him as a lightning fall to the earth. So this person, Jesus, is the eternal Messiah. 
He is the ancient of days. He is our rescuer. He is our deliverer. He is our shield. He is our savior. And he is our shepherd. Jesus is the Christ. The son of the living God. Ancient of days represents Hebrews chapter 13 verse 8. Listen to this majestic statement. In the midst of turmoil. In the midst of stress. In the midst of panic, in the midst of anxiety, listen to the, the eternal stability, irrespective of ancient times, past times, present times, and future times. He's called the ancient of days. God was before the universe came into formation. So the person that can redeem you and redeem me is the ancient of days, and he's called Jesus. Listen to Hebrews chapter 13 verse 8. Jesus, yesterday, today, and forever. So what's important to note? Trouble in this world is unavoidable. Job 14 verse 1. Trouble in this world comes unexpectedly. Proverbs 3, 25 to 26. Trouble in this world comes always untimely. We are never prepared. It always finds us unprepared for the predicament that we may face. But Ecclesiastes chapter 12 verse 1 says that we have to seek God before trouble times come away. Trouble in this world is inescapable. You cannot avoid it. Luke 17 verse 1. And this principle is so evident for our world today. We don't need to look for trouble. Trouble will find us. It will find you and it will find me. John 16 verse 33. Jesus says, in this world you will have trouble. You don't have to seek for trouble. It will find you. And when we, when we encompass us and when we are confronted what, with the variety of trouble of crisis, of situation, I call upon the, the ancient of days, Jesus Christ, who is my stability in thinking sad times. John chapter 16, verse 33. Now listen to this. God's promises is our only stability in thinking sand. When the world rocks, call upon heaven, because heaven is unseen it means the unseen is eternal it's ageless it is ceaseless that's why jesus is called the ancient of days he existed before the earth he existed before heaven he existed before everything he is the reason he's the source he's the agency that caused the universe to come into existence jesus yesterday today and forever so your hope your stability when the world doesn't make sense is called jesus the son of god god's promises is our only stability in sinking sand time deuteronomy chapter 32 verse 4 what is the principle listen to this when human predicament meets Almighty God, then every impossibility becomes possible with God upon our side, God with us. 
Matthew 19, verse 26. Question. Listen to the biblical question that I share with you. As found in Genesis 18, verse 14, is anything too hard for the Lord? Nothing, nothing is impossible for, for God to do. Listen to the words of Jesus. Now, when the Bible asks this question, Genesis 18, verse 14, is anything too hard for the Lord? The answer we get from Matthew 19, verse 26, Jesus says, With man it is impossible, but not with God, for with God all things are possible. Isn't this majestic? Jesus says, Don't worry with what happens. I am stability. I am, I can solidify even sinking sand. Isn't this a majestic? Jesus says that nothing is impossible for God. Jesus is God, so nothing is impossible for Jesus to accomplish in our world, in our community, in our country, and in our life. It's a principle. He is anything to heart for God. I have a personal meditation, I have a personal experiment, experience. When I was down with the highest level of blood cancer, I had a mental concentration on the person that says, nothing is impossible for me. Anxiety cannot stop Jesus. Stress cannot stop Jesus. Worries cannot stop Jesus. Nothing in the entire universe, nothing in heaven, nothing on the earth, nothing under the earth can stop God in his tracks. Now God is the ancient of days. There's nothing impossible for Jesus. You call on Jesus. As he called me from the highest level of blood cancer, I say God can do it for you. My listener, God can do regardless of what happens in our world. Jesus says, Matthew 90, 26, For man it is impossible, not with God, for with God all things are possible. I hereby post the following statements for your consideration. I want to reveal to you that the following statements cannot redeem you, nor can it redeem me. One, religion cannot shield us against evil. But Jesus Christ can. Romans 4, 9 to 15. Point two. National and international politics cannot shield us against evil. But Jesus Christ can. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 19. Point three. Education, with all its degrees, with all its levels, in all its forms, cannot shield us from and against evil, but Jesus Christ can. First Corinthians 3 verse 19. Point 4. Our status in life, our position in life, cannot shield us against evil, but Jesus Christ can. Ephesians 2 verse 8. Point 5. Listen to this. Whether we have billionaire status, or we have millions upon millions in the bank, it cannot shield us against evil, but Jesus Christ can. Proverbs 11 verse 14. An example is um, Stephen Jobs, that billionaire of, of Apple iPhone. 
he could not redeem his life when he was diagnosed with cancer. He died as a result of cancer, but Jesus Christ has the power, and he redeemed me from the highest level of cancer. I say nothing is impossible for Jesus. Why not? Jesus is God, and the Bible says, for with man it is impossible, not with God, for with God all things are possible. I'll do say again, point five, whether we have billionaire status, or millions and upon millions in the bank, it cannot redeem, it cannot deliver, it cannot shield against Satan evil demons and evil spirits but jesus christ can why jesus is god proverbs 11 verse 4. point six listen to this no military no police no politician not even the president of a country can shield us against evil but jesus christ can psalm 20 verse 7 I say no military, no politician, no police, not even a president, and there are many presidents representing many countries. They are hopeless, they are powerless, they are temporal, but Jesus Christ is almighty God, he is everlasting, he is eternal unto eternity. Jesus says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man. Not even the president can go to God, but through that man Jesus. Psalm 20 verse 7. Point 7. Now I want to share with you that no religious title, no bishop, no apostle, whether they are Christian, whether they are Jewish, or whether they are from Islam, can shield against Satan, can shield against evil, can shield us against evil spirits, can shield us against demons, or secret societies that are demon influenced demon inspired nothing no title no power no money no status can redeem against satan but jesus christ can acts chapter 19 11 and 20. listen to this question if man cannot seal us against all kinds of evil then let us call on the universal messiah the global god to do the impossible on our behalf ephesians 6 verse 16 that is jesus christ i i want to be a voice for jesus now this man jesus is does not belong to christianity he is not a religious god he's not a territorial god no he's the universal messiah he's the global god and he is almighty god who calls the universe to come into formation into manifestation now listen to this jesus christ from the standpoint of the book of acts Chapter 412 gives us the audacity to live confidently in the devil's world. Let us face life confidently that only Jesus Christ can do what no man can do for us. Divine protection against Satan, demons, and evil spirits is only available upon your call 
on a very specific person. That person is the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Let us look at Acts 4.12. Now I call this the antidote against trouble, against Satan, against anxiety, against panic, against worry, against stress. Irrespective of regardless of what happens, I call upon the name of Jesus as I minister to you. You call on Jesus and there will be peace amongst a soul. Listen to Acts 4.12. And I want to read it very controlled. Salvation exists in no one else but Jesus. For there is no other name, Jesus only. And the heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. That person, that name is called the universal Messiah. The universal God, the global God, Jesus Christ. He was anointed, he was appointed, and he was approved in heaven. So the man from heaven is our only antidote against the forces of darkness. Let me read Acts chapter 4.12 again. Salvation exists in no one else. For there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved but that name Jesus who is called the Christ. Why? Jesus and no one else. Philippians 2, 9 and 10 states the following gives us comfort for troubled times. Philippians 2, 9 and 10 gives us stability in thinking times. What has he said? Therefore God has exalted him, Jesus Christ, to be to the highest place and gave him the name above all names, that at the name of Jesus, I said at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, Without exception, every person in this world, every knee shall bow without exception. They will bow in heaven. The unseen entities, including angels, Revelation 7 verse 11. They will bow down on the earth, humanity, local and global. Psalm 110 verse 1. And even those entities under the earth, Satan, demons, evil spirits, Ancient civilizations, their rulers, their people who died with a Christ. Matthew 25, 46. Malachi 4, 1 and 3. So heaven will bow down, earth will bow down, even under the earth where demons, Satan, and all these are under Operation Futsal. They are under control of Jesus. These categories, they fall in the embed of every name under Jesus, they will bow down. Every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. So in the midst of, of our uncertainty, we have a certainty, the ancient of days, Jesus Christ. Remember, we are busy with the 32nd word in Psalm 21, verse 3. Let's review our current word for scriptural investigation. Now, as you know, our concentration is on the 32nd word in Psalm 21, verse 3. One, 
the word to, T-O, is the 32nd word in Psalm 121. Point two. The 32nd word is the 7th word in Psalm 121 verse 3. Point three. The 32nd word only appear once in Psalm 121. That is significant because remember, there is only one Savior in the world and that is Jesus. So the word two refer to Messiah, Jesus Christ. And there is only one. Point four, the word two is a preposition in the English grammar. Point five, the preposition two as a function in the text. Point A, it expresses motion in the direction towards a particular location. When you experience whatever you experience, regardless of what you experience in your trouble, when you call upon the name of Jesus, the peace of God comes to where you are. So whether you are any place unknown or known to man, God is there because he encompasses the entire universe. So the word to express motion, it means God gave Jesus to the world. Jesus came to the world. It is a motion it expressed direction earth. Point B, it expressed the coming of eternal Messiah to the earth. Why? One, to destroy the works of the devil. Two, to mediate between God and man. Three, in order to be a lamb for sacrifice in the place of man. Point four, to protect the righteous against the unrighteous and against all evil. That is why Jesus came to protect to deliver, to redeem, to shield against Satan, demons, evil spirits, evil societies, evil entities, and evil in our world today. Point C. The word to represents appearance. It means that God appeared. It means the unseen God appeared unto Abram, Isaac, and Jacob, unto Moses, unto Joshua, unto Hagar. This God is, although unseen, yet he has, the, he has the ability to appear to every person, to every race, to every creed or color. The word to represents, I will appear. One. Now, Jesus Christ is Messiah. Represents the eternal status. He is the ancient of days. One Messiah appeared unto Abraham. Hebrews chapter 7, 1 to 10. Point two. Messiah appeared unto Isaac. Genesis 26 verse 2. Three. Messiah appeared unto Jacob. Genesis, 3, Genesis 32, 24 to 32. Point four. King Nebuchadnezzar of the Babylonian Empire when he threw the Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego into the fire, Messiah allowed him by divine permission for King Nebuchadnezzar to see him. So King Nebuchadnezzar saw Messiah in the fiery furnace. Daniel 3, verse 25. Point 5. Joshua met with Messiah before the battle of Jericho. Joshua 5, 13 to 15. Point 6. In John 6, 38, Jesus said, 
for I have come down from heaven, not to do my will, but to do the will of him who sent me. 47. What is the principle? This is the principle. One, when earth experiences trouble, our help comes from heaven. Psalm 121 verse 20. Verse 2. Point 2. Jesus Christ is heaven's benefactor and earth, we are the beneficiaries. John 6, 1 to 21. Point 3. The help from heaven is better than help from fellow earthlings or fellow human beings. Psalm 108, verse 12. Point 4. Heaven is superior than the earth. Isaiah 55, verse 9. Earth is temporal. Heaven is permanent. Point 5. When earth is powerless against evil, then heaven is almighty, overpowering the forces of darkness, Genesis 17, 1 to 17. Point 8. What is the significance of the 32nd word in the text? The significance of the letter 2, T-O. 1. The word 2 in English reflects the word L-E-L in Hebrew, Genesis 1, verse 1. Point 2. The word L introduces Christ as Elohim, Christ as Creator God, Christ as the Sustainer, Christ as the Redeemer, Christ as our Shield, irrespective, He's the one that when there were only two fishes and three loaves, what happens? He multiplied and He fed 5,000. Later on, He fed 4,000. So in total, Jesus Christ fed 9,000 people because He's the Creator of heaven and earth. Jesus says, all things are possible. So the significance of the word too, the 32nd word introduces God as Elohim. He's the creator. Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 4. Point 3. Elohim or El means supreme or mighty one in Hebrews. In Hebrew. As per Genesis 17 verse 1. Point 4. In Genesis, Elohim or Al manifests divine power and might in creation. The Bible says that when God spoke, the universe came into manifestation. Genesis 1 verse 1. In the beginning, God created heaven and earth. So what's important to note, Christ is manifested, the manifested power before creation. Christ is manifested power in creation. Christ is the manifested power that sustains creation. Christ is manifested even when creation will come into its end. The gospel of Jesus will endure. The gospel comes from the source. Jesus Christ himself. Yesterday, today, and forever, Jesus is the same. All may change, but Jesus never. I say all may change, but Jesus never. So even if the, the, the billionaires, the pharmaceutical giants, the governments are plotting another attack, they are powerless because they will bow down before His Majesty, the Universal Savior, the Global Messiah, Jesus Christ. I say Jesus is my protector yesterday. 
Jesus Christ is my protector today. And Jesus Christ will forever be our protector. You call on Jesus and God will do the impossible in the devil's world. Let us do a further investigation into this word. Point A. Messiah is our seal. The word too or E-L, represents the Messiah, the universal Messiah. So Jesus Christ does not belong to Christianity. Jesus Christ is not a territorial God. He's not a westernized God. No, this is the universal Savior, the universal God, the God who calls heaven and earth into existence. He who pre-existed, only when you existed before, can you bring the temple into existence. Point A, Messiah is our seal. Point one, the word two in English is the word E-L in Hebrew. Point two, the word two or L, E-L, has the Hamatria of 31. Point three, Hamatria 31 is symbolic of L or Christ's appearance. I will appear. Point four. When we add 31 times 3, it equals 93, and 93 is the chamatrium of Hebrew word machen, or seal. Jesus Christ is my, my protector. Jesus Christ is my shield. Jesus Christ is my deliverer. He saves us, he shields us, and he protects us. Point five. The chamatrium of 93 represents God's appearance unto Abram, Isaac, and Jacob. So, so God shielded Abram. God shielded Isaac. God shielded Jacob. And I want you to know that God shields you and God shields me if we call upon the name of Jesus. Do not call upon a bishop. Do not call upon an apostle. Do not call upon a president nor a politician. Irrespective of who they are, you call on the name of Jesus. Point six. Exodus 6, verse 13, reveals God's triple appearance. When God said unto Moses on Mount Sinai, when Moses was localized on the mountain, God reveals his ever-presentness, his, his omnipresence. He's, he's, he permeates beyond the universe. Why? To sustain the universe. Listen to Exodus 6, verse 3. I appeared to Abram, I appeared to Isaac, and I appeared to Jacob as God Almighty. So E-L, or the word two, represents God Almighty, God Al-Sadai. But by my name, the Lord, I did not make myself fully known to them. Point seven. God as E-L denotes God's mercy and kindness to believers in the person of the universal Messiah, Jesus Christ. Point out. Therefore, the word to or al represents in Hebrew, it stands for creator of heaven and earth. So, so what verses 3 of Psalm 21 states? That the creator God himself will protect us against Satan, against evil, against demons, against evil spirits, against evil persons, even personalities, whether they are known or unknown, God will protect us. Psalm 121, verse 2. Point 9, the letter L, E-L, 
is descriptive with regards to God as sovereign and the mighty one. Genesis 17, 1. Point 10. So El is the guardian of Israel. Psalm 21, verse 4. So if he's the protector of Israel, he's your protector and is my protector. Al is called Jehovah al Shaddai, the Almighty God. Genesis 17, verse 1. Al is called the liver of, Eid, of Israel. He delivers. Psalm 51, verse 1. Psalm 71, verse 2. Psalm 86, verse 13. Al is the Lord our defense. Psalm 7, verse 10. Psalm 119, verse 114. And Psalm 89, verse 18. Al is God our seal. He protects us. He redeems us. He shades us against the forces of darkness. Psalm 139 verse 5. Ephesians 6 verse 16. Al is our seal of protection. Exodus 6 verse 3. Let's do a, a, a deeper uh, investigation to reveal that Jesus is the seal. Point B. Multiplication leads to revelation. One, Psalm 121 represents divine protection against all evil. Point two, Psalm 121 verse 3 introduces Jesus Christ as our protector, savior, defender, or shield against all evil, against Satan. Point three, in order to discover that Christ is our shield we need to do multiplication listen to me point a we need to multiply the reference number 121 versus the verse verse 3 point b then we need to multiply the verse 3 with the position of the word now the word 2 is the seventh word in psalm 1 verse 3 and then we need to Multiply it with 32 because the word two is the 32nd word in the text. Point E. The final value when we multiply 121 times 3 times 7 times 32 brings us to a final value of 81,312. Point E. But in Hebrew, in Hebrew, we need to reduce. 81312 to a to its lowest form of numerology. Reduce 81312 to its lowest value, and when we add all the digits together, one eight plus one plus three plus one plus two, we come to the final Hamatra numerology, the number fifteen. Point F. Let's look at the significance of 15 in Hebrew Hamatra. Point A. The number 15 is called the number symbolic to redemption. Point B. 15 represents the elevation from the physical to the spiritual. So what it, what it implies in the midst of your anxiety, in the midst of your stress, in the midst of your worry, don't be caught up by what pulls you down, look up, your salvation is above. Point C, the number 15 represents the 15th letter of the Hebrew alphabet, the Shamech. Point D, 
in ancient Hebrew pictures, the 15 Hebrew letter, the Shamech, looks like a shield because of its shape. It refers to the omnipresence of God. So God can redeem, God can seal universally because the presence of God is beyond the universe. He sees everything in real time. Two, it likens to the shepherd's influence. Jesus says, and my sheep knows my voice, they hear my voice, and they follow me. So this ancient of days who took on humanity receive the name Jesus, he is our protector. And he, at this moment, he sits in heaven, he, everything is under his feet, and he crisscrossed the entire universe with his eyes. Point F. The Paleo-Hebrew, the 15th letter Shamer, was originally thought to be in the form of a thorn, a thorn boost. Or a palm tree. It means God will build a hedge around you. God will God will draw a thorn bush around you, shield you from Satan, sin and death. Point G. The word shield is the translation of the Hebrew word Machen Nenu means our God or Al is Jehovah. Machen God our shield. Point A, the word machen means sealed. Point I, the word two, our 32nd word, is symbolic and it introduces us to the fact that Jesus Christ is our shield of protection against trouble while we endure trouble, even post trouble. So God is our shield. Let us look at biblical examples of 15 in Scripture. Point one. Remember the story of King Hezekiah, his deliverance from illness and disease. Isaiah 38, 1 and 8, and 2 Kings 21 and 6. Point A, Hezekiah was sick unto death. Point B, the prophet Isaiah came unto the king and said, This is the Lord, set thy house in order, for thou wilt die and not love. Very troubling news. Point C. Then Hezekiah turned his face towards the wall and cried out to Jesus. In the midst of our devastation COVID, all I did, I kept focusing on Jesus. Regardless what happened, focus on Jesus. He is our stability in sinking sand. Point D. After he prayed, God sent prophet Isaiah back to him and said, Go and say to Hezekiah, Thus says the Lord, the Messiah, the God of David, thy father. I have heard thy prayer. When we call on Jesus, God will hear our prayer. I have seen thy tears. Behold, I will add unto thy life 15 years. 15 represents deliverance. 15 represents Jesus is my shield, my defender, my protector against sin, sickness, even death. Point E. We see the number 15 mentioned by God himself, meaning, I will redeem you 
from your sickness, Galatians 3.13. I will deliver you from death, Romans 6.23. I am thy shield of protection, Psalm 28.7. Point two, the book of Exodus details Israel's deliverance from Egypt. This great deliverance from bondage happens on Nisan 15, Exodus 1, 1 to 13. Point three, the Feast of Unleavened Bread and the Feast of Tabernacles commences on the 15th day of the month, Leviticus 23. Point four, deliverance in the days of Esther. The Jews celebrated their deliverance from the enemy on the 15th day of the 12th month, Esther 9, verse 18. Let us look for scriptural evidence of God is my shield. Point D. Scriptural foundation for God as our shield. 1. Luke 21, verse 28. When these things happen, when troubled times come, when troubled times come to pass, then look and lift up your heads for your redemption, draws nigh, the number 15, represents redemption, Jesus Christ. Point two, Psalm 7 verse 10. My shield is with God who save the upright in all. Jesus Christ is our shield. Point three, Psalm 89 verse 18. Our shield belongs to the Lord. Jesus Christ is our shield. Point four, Psalm 119, verse 114 states, You are my hiding place and my shield, I hope in your word. Point five, Psalm 139, verse 5, You hem me in, behind and before, and lay your hand upon me. God covers you above your head, under your head, on both sides, front and back. We are totally encompassed by the very Presence of the presence of Christ. God the Holy Spirit is in the world. Genesis 15 verse 1. The Lord said unto Abraham, Fear not, Abraham, I am thy shield and thy exceedingly great reward. In conclusion, Jesus in John 10 28 promised all believers eternal security in the devil's world. This is what Jesus says. And I want you to know that Jesus Christ is Messiah. Jesus Christ is the universal God. Jesus Christ is the global Savior of the world. And he promises when we call upon the name of Jesus, eternal security in the devil's world. Listen to the words of John 10.28. I give them eternal life, eternal security. And they shall never perish, eternal security. No one will snatch them out of my hand. Isn't that amazing? Jesus Christ promised eternal life. And they shall never perish. No one will snatch them from the master's hand. Jesus Christ is our shield of protection. Only call on Jesus for salvation. Call no one else but Jesus Christ. Again, my Bible meditation for your concentration and meditation is when human predicament meets Almighty God, then the impossibilities become possible. So, regardless of what happens in the world, I want you to focus on the person of Christ. 
He's not a territorial God. He's not a religious God. He doesn't belong to the Western civilization, to America, or to the West. Now, this is the, the same God that brought the universe into the world. Everybody sees him. Whether it's a Muslim country or a Jewish country or a Christian country. God don't care about religion. God care about creation, humanity. Regardless of evil, Christ is our shield. Christ protects where the evil is seen or unseen. Christ is able. Christ is capable. Christ is stable to deliver us from all evil. This is Kevin Williams from Death Postponed Ministries with my talk, Ancient Principles from the Bible, for today's people and for today's problem, the peace of the Lord be upon you. Amen.